1: Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, M-O-Z-Z-Y, the fan of the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh. Um, yes, this is this is Mozzie, who's <laughs> with me. And uh, Hey. <laughs> yeah, your, your team got their first win. How do you feel?
0: Uh, you know, it feels pretty good. You know, I think what I'm most happy about is that we both picked them to win against yeah. all odds. Nobody... <laughs> Nobody, I didn't hear anybody pick the Jets, but you know, we were sitting there like, this isn't a Homer pick, but the Titans don't have any of their team and they got worse and worse and worse as the game went on just injury wise and it kind of snowballed, but Mm -hmm. I'll take it. I was so happy to see Zach Wilson making some really nice plays. He is a rookie after all. So expecting him to make mistakes as rookies should, because then what are they going for? You Mm -hmm. know? Um, But figuring out things that work, and some of his throws were really beautiful. So
1: the 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 one to Corey Davis, oh, Mm, mm, beautiful. mm. He did seem to like Crowder, which is good.
0: Yeah, (laughs) nice little slot openings there, and Crowder was taking advantage. Uh, Jets defense, I think, was also seven sacks, man. Seven freaking sacks. I know Taylor Luan got hurt, and he went out, and Saffold actually got hurt and went out at one point and came back. So the Titans' though, line was falling apart, but they took advantage of it, which mm-hmm. is what you should do if you're you know, a competent team. Hey,
1: I'm proud of them, <laughs> proud of them, proud of them. But yeah. we're actually going to be starting with them because we have the first game we're previewing. Uh, is Jets in Atlanta in London. Um recording Friday night. So we already passed in up London. Yeah, we already <laughs> passed up Rams in Seattle. We both picked the Rams though and that worked out. Uh worked although out. you know Russ <laughs> Russ getting hurt a bummer he's apparently out like six to eight weeks. So What? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, like he oh, got I didn't know that. No yeah, he got I think he got surgery today on it. Um and they apparently had to put like some screws in. So yeah, he's gonna be out like two months or so
0: i mean you could just see it when they replayed it in slow motion and his hand is coming forward yeah it looks yeah and you just you just see it coming into contact with the i'm assuming just absolutely like chiseled marble arm <laughs> of, of aaron donald i'm like oh no and it was sideways my dude <laughs> yeah it's it
1: looks rough yeah I, I guess like the tendon rupture because you could so you could tell um basically the way it was like he couldn't undo his finger so actually at one point my dad had something wrong with his hand where he had to get surgery on that tendon because he couldn't like it was like wrapped weird so he couldn't like unlock his finger sometimes if it would get stuck it's like it's it seems like such a weird sensation but that's like i saw that i'm like oh god his tendons fucked up because he couldn't like move his finger out from the bent place so right they basically had to like yeah do that and put some screws in it to like keep it stable or some shit so oh my god yeah, painful, and like, as a quarterback, you need your hand, so, but, yeah, so, Jets and Falcons.
0: In London, 9.30 a.m., I will be watching. So, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no Ridley, and yeah. that's, that's yeah. important. Don't, I still don't know what's going on, so hope, you know, he's okay and everything. And then, no Gage, and I see how uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Oliver is out, too, apparently.
0: Yeah, which bums me out, because he's been playing really well in the sort of nickel spot for them, which mm-hmm. is... You know, he's kind of been all over the field doing a lot of good stuff and really shutting down the slot game, which I think we can all agree this year, the slot game on offenses, like the best wide receivers so far in like in fantasy are your Cooper Cups and your Tyler Lockett, (laughs) uh, all of these guys that are in the slot getting all that work. And, you know, having a good nickel play there is really useful. So that really bums me out. He is done for the year, I believe. Oof. That sucks. (sighs) One week after I acknowledge him, (laughs) I feel bad. Everyone's just getting wrecked this year, man. Which is why normally we'll do some injury talk at the beginning, but the injury pileup is so massive this week that I think we're doing we're gonna have to do it game by game because there are so (laughs) many that I can't even keep track of them all, and they might influence some of my picks as we go through. Mm.
1: And. Those injuries are why we're actually picking the Jets right now. I know. So
0: it's I have Atlanta written here, and then you texted me that Ridley was not going yeah, to London that's, with them, and he's their like, best oh, player. What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Just despite despite where Cordell Patterson may have you think Ridley is their best player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where I think Cordell Patterson continues being good this week, but. He will be getting a lot more snaps. <laughs> like I think they'll actually just put yeah. him at receiver this week. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. So I like he's still in play. I don't expect three touchdowns again, but you know I'd play him over. Like I'm trying to think who I'd play him over. Well, I'm faced with him and Ju like him versus Juju. I'm probably playing Cordarrelle over Juju this week in a half PPR league. So, but so this has to be Pitts week, right?
0: It should be. There <laughs> is no uh, Marcus May for the Jets. There is no Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. If Pitts has under 10 targets, I I think we justifiably can riot. Yeah.
1: Like, I keep yeah. saying if it's not Pitts Week, we riot, but like this time, for real, if it's not Pitts Week, <laughs> I'm rioting. There will
0: be pitchforks. Pitts Forks. <laughs> Pitts Forks. Pits forks. <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're pitchforks, but they just have little Kyle Pitts faces on the end of them, like little stick arms. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm really good. Put me in coach. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, but on the jet side, who who do you like?
0: Well, so I originally before the Isaiah Oliver news was like, oh, this is probably not a Crowder week. But now that he's out, I mean, I kind of think Crowder has another good week, and AJ Terrell is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that he was one of our favorite draft picks that year. And I was really excited when the Falcons got him. He's definitely kind of profiles as a bigger guy.
1: Yeah, they've they've been playing sides pretty much in Atlanta. Mm. So Corey Corey Davis will be able to avoid him some, and get, right. I think Fabio Morrow on the other side, which is a that that, that one's a mismatch. But right, T- yeah, Terrell's definitely stepped it up for sure this year,
0: which makes me uh, Elijah good. Moore will also be there. Yeah, but the, the Jets I... are healthy. Well, they no are art, yeah <laughs> a- apart from the ones they lost before the season started they're relatively yeah. healthy i really like though i think one of my calls this week is that the unc guys get touchdowns this week mm. i'd like michael carter
1: yeah this, this seems like a game where they should be able to stay somewhat in control
0: or at least they won't be behind <laughs> and even if they are he is good at catching the ball yeah and i like that uh from him this is a london game so <laughs> some, anything some can fucker happen he's afoot <laughs> It's like that was a bit Irish. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: not I'm <laughs> not an accent guy. That's that's your thing. No.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah, yeah I, do, aside... I like Michael Carter. I like Crowder and uh I I think Davis is probably fine again this week.
1: Yeah, he's he's the apple of Wilson's eye it seems. Mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh the receivers in Atlanta, that's the tough part. So, uh, I guess Olamide Zacchaeus <laughs> is like the only other one that people really know. Like Christian Blake's there. But if if I can avoid playing any of these, you know, random Falcons receivers, I'm going to uh, avoid
0: it. But probably. So. I mean, it's probably going to be like Tajay Sharp and Corderell Patterson and Mike Davis and Pitts. And then you've got Olamide as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: they'll play Olamide. Like if I'm, if I'm looking on the waiver wire for guys, if, if Kendrick Bord is there, I'm taking him over, like him over all these random Falcons ones. Right. At least that's my take on it, but
0: I would agree with that. I actually, but I also really like Borden this week, or at least relatively to what we'll, we'll. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't heard much about Frank Darby either.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's gonna probably see the field at some point this game. So, I would hope
0: so. I want to see what that guy can do.
1: Yeah, he was someone that was low on draft list that I was kind of intrigued by. So right.
0: He was kind of a sneaky sleeper mm-hmm. wide receiver there, and he is sitting back there. He might be a fun day of ad if you've got empty space on your team.
1: Mm-hmm. Although I, I, I want to say, uh, speaking of like guys we talked about in the draft, I'm glad Kadarius Tony. So we, we didn't get to get to, we didn't get to do the review. So we're gonna be doing like a little bit of review throughout this. But I'm glad Kadarius Tony had a good game because mm-hmm. everyone was shitting on him like forever, and then he finally like got to play and was good. So.
0: I'll say it. We've said it before, but it's not his fault that his OC is Jason Garrett. Yeah, like I <laughs> wish he
1: wasn't with Jason Garrett. But, like people were like dumping on him like entirely, but like he's, he hadn't even got on the field. No one had even seen it. I was like, bust, bust. I'm like, no, he's good. I promise. But people were like just saying he
0: was trash. I'm like, no, he's not. No, you put him on, like, the Steelers or the Niners. He's probably involved game one.
1: Yeah, I would love to see him on, like, the Niners. As well. well, actually, I don't know. Maybe not Shanahan. He might get tired of quickly. But <laughs> a, co- <laughs> a coach house. that wouldn't get tired of him. No, yeah, but he's, he's talented, so I'm glad he had a good game. But anyway, um, anything else with this fucked-up, shitty London game before we move on?
0: <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I really hope the Jets, like, showcase Mims a little bit. Because... I think the Falcons are a good place for Mims to go. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you might as well audition him to a team that could potentially, you know, would be good to have him.
1: Just yeah. I, d- I doubt he sees the field. I would be surprised if he did.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: But alas, hopefully they move him since they won't play him. But anyway, next up, we've got Green Bay at Cincinnati. So this is one we're differing on at the moment. I've got Green Bay. You've got Cincinnati. So I, I picked Green Bay as like gut reaction. but Same. I'm not so sure about it.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm really not either. I think this is a close game. This is one of my favorite games of the one o'clock slate as well, and we have some pretty good ones in there. Um, this is should be a really fun game. Now they're both not uh like very high speed offenses. Yeah, this
1: is like such a slow pace game. These are like two like bottom eight pace teams basically. Right,
0: <laughs> but I also think both teams' defenses are liable and vulnerable to giving up some of the really fun plays so i i think this will be a really fun game with some bombs every now and might be a good kicker game uh now that (laughs) i think about it i could see see this being a good kicker game yeah so like cincinnati cincinnati's been running
1: a lot and that's what's Mm -hmm. kept their pace down and green bay is just well they had that week one one like that shitter and then they Green Bay's a Green Bay's pace is always low because they're so efficient because of Aaron Rodgers, and so yeah. that's that's a standard for them. But Cincinnati's pace being low was a little more surprising. But I think they'll have to pace it up a bit this game.
0: You're gonna have to like now. I do think there's a good chance Joe Mixon plays against all odds. I didn't think he was going yeah, to. Yeah, that one's
1: been like weirdly back and
0: forth. I I still don't think he will. But I well I was on the like. 20% think he'll play to 80% even just assuming he was gonna be out yeah until ne- now I'm more like 50 50
1: he has not practiced all week I guess they're gonna have him practice Saturday right and like see what he can do so this is one that you know keep an eye on it um they've said they're gonna like mix in Chris Evans but um so this is gonna be like a DFS kind of hot button here is the Samaj P. Ryan he is minimum running back price of 4k on DraftKings and so Luckily, Mixon's like up in the air status and to talk about Chris Evans I think will keep Samaj P Ryan less popular if Mixon is out and like if you get a 4K running back against Green Bay I know it's Samaj P Ryan but I would I would go there <laughs> so
0: I mean the Packers run D the Packers uh, D is just not Packers a good D, thing yeah like
1: <laughs> I, I I'm still trying to figure out like not necessarily how they got pressure on San Fran but
0: like <laughs> I know that one baffles me, yeah, I really I'm just like well how they
1: had some interesting blitzes and like I could see them maybe getting to be able to do that on Cincinnati, but I don't know, so
0: mm-hmm. now the I, I think we should it should go without saying that you know rogers Aaron Jones, Devonte all bangers. I think Aaron Jones is probably or sorry uh Devonte Adams is probably a mega banger if I had to say like yeah I think this is a big 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 two touchdown Devonte game um there's, yeah, there's no one in Cincinnati <laughs> can cover him at all. Right. My concern here is the Packers O-line, they're already starting a rookie at center, and he is out. So what's worse than a rookie at center? Uh, I don't know. I I was like, (laughs) is is,
1: is something coming, or is that just, yeah, it's right. I, I
0: I like, I don't know. That's sort of a rhetorical, like, (laughs) what is worse than a rookie center that was already starting over this person? And their left tackle also might Uh. Elton Jenkins, who was, he's always been good filling in. So if he plays, that's really big. But if you've got two backups, including your center and left tackle in, I I don't know if I can pick you to win a game that, against most teams. Uh, yeah. Cause, uh, that's tough.
1: Because, like, Jair's out.
0: hmm So uh, that is one reason I really like Higgins this week. Higgins, yeah, he's I think, is good PO. to go. He's healthy. Um, He's been the dude for Burrow. They have a great connection. I uh, I'm excited to see yeah, Higgins. Is,
1: oh, man, yeah, this is this is tough. Because
0: right. like looking at, like all the injuries, like that's why I was kind of getting a little less into Green Bay. Exactly. Well, that's why I'm like we're gonna have to do this game by game because some of my picks are probably gonna change as we go through the stout amount of injuries. Ah oh, man.
1: <laughs> this is t- yeah. I might I might switch this one. This this one this one is is switchable. I don't.
0: I don't have a strong lean either way on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, like, I really just think this will be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. Um, there was one other thing I was gonna mention, and I forget what it is now.
1: Is it about uh, a uh, injury, a position group, the coaching?
0: Uh, well, you know how <laughs> much I love Joe Barry there for <laughs> Green Bay. Um, but we, we, we can we can circle back around once once it yeah back we'll into circle rain. back around.
1: So, next up, we've got uh, Detroit at Minnesota. Um, I guess before we get like go there is, there, is there anyone in this game you don't like? I figured we were mostly okay with most of the fantasy guys
0: in this game. Oh, I remember what it was. The I remember the last time, I've already mentioned this to you, the last time the Packers and Bengals played, I remember the Packers being heavy favorites, and Aaron Rodgers had his first pick six, like, in a decade. <laughs> like
1: ever, yeah. And he <laughs>
0: might have had more than one that game. We'll have to go to our... Uh, our chief uh, correspondent over there in Cincy for the the true details. But I just, I, I, yeah, Packers are banged up. There's no one I really don't like, though. Like, I hope this is a fun offensive game.
1: Yeah, like, the the usual Devontae and Aaron Jones, and then all the Bengals pass catchers are are live. And, like, I I think P. Ryan's usable here. So, Mm -hmm. but, yes, anyway, on to Detroit and Minnesota. Both have Minnesota. I think... They get right this week. They should. So I didn't get a chance to go back through the Cleveland game. What the f- what the fuck happened?
0: It was really, really just gross football. Ah, um, uh, I saw like, I saw plenty
1: of bad Baker clips on Twitter. Like yeah. <laughs> basically, like what I saw was that the Browns D line just manhandled the Washington, or, sorry Washington, the Minnesota O line. Is that pretty much what happened?
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty consistent. Okay. Um it was a lot of defense and like the Vikings just looked so out of sync. I don't know what the hell was going on. They were not Cook wasn't running the ball either, for sure. That yeah, that's definitely part of it. They only had like four rushing first downs in the whole game uh if I remember correctly, which for the Vikings is pretty damn low. They were really bad on third down. The Browns defense clamped down on them on third. They like Kirk just looked bad mm. <laughs> and Baker looked bad. And I which was just funny because really... I joke about them being the same dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it was the Vikings couldn't get a run game going. Their O-line was getting manhandled and the game was close all the time. So the play calling wasn't like panic mode, which I feel like maybe it should have been. Like, the Vikings should have been in panic mode in the second quarter, just airing it out.
1: Yeah, I I guess it does make sense that this ends up low score because these are coaches that know each other very well and know the game plans, they run the same offenses, so the defenses get practice stopping that offense all the time. Right. It makes sense, at least, why you went that way. But yes, I think Minnesota gets right here. Agreed. They should kind of steamroll
0: Detroit, I think. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now, is this is might be a blowout. Now, the Lions have surprised me in virtually every game, whether that was good or bad. But <laughs> they have surprised me regardless. Um, but Minnesota's defense has been playing pretty well. They have a lot of people healthy. I think Cook is doing better. But even if he's out, it doesn't matter to me. I think him or Madison probably runs all over.
1: Yeah, and, definitely keep an yeah. eye on Cook's status, but... So apparently, I, I didn't even realize Hawkinson was on the injury report, but he's been kind of limited this week, and then... Yeah, he didn't look
0: right last week. He looked like he was dealing with something.
1: Yeah, and then Sewell, um, he hadn't practiced until a limited practice today. So keep an eye on him, too, because like, they're both technically questionable, and that would be pretty big for them. But So no, Minnesota's defense is weird, because they, they were missing everybody for that one game, and their secondary's not good. But I think against Detroit where they've got like all those guys in the middle back and against a team with pretty much no wide receivers, the defense matches up well against Detroit. I, and, I mean, I know it's a pretty made of a roster. I'll have to go check on the head-to-head on Minnesota-Detroit. But I, I expect them to get right here.
0: The other thing is, so not just Sewell that's questionable, but uh, the center for the Lions is also out, Oof. and he's going to be out for a little while. Frank Ragnow. Oh, he's good, too. Our yeah. Ragnow's and Glasgow's. So now you've got two starters and then Sewell to make three if he's fine of the line remaining. The other two have gone out. That's probably not good. I Minnesota does get good pressure. I yeah,
1: mean, no, they've Daniel, been getting
0: pressure this year, actually. Danielle Hunter is fucking good. Uh-huh. Um, and... They still have Dalvin Tomlinson, or Dalvin Tomlinson, sorry, who's great against the run, which is a little concerning, too, because there might not be good lanes uh, for the run game of Detroit, which puts even more pressure on Goff, and, like, this could be uh,
1: bad. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into I'm into the Minnesota defense this week. Like, in DFS, they're like 3K on DraftKings. I don't know their Fandle price, but they definitely follow one of those, like, oh, won't be that popular, but... Should perform pretty well.
0: They should be really popular. They should be popular. They probably won't be. But I think they're a really good stream this week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like we said, we're, in- we're into the Minnesota
1: running game. And I don't know what the, like, pass-to-run ratio will be here. But, I i mean, Adam Thielen should probably, <laughs> he'll probably score. Yeah. Like, Th- Thielen and Jefferson should be able to just annihilate the Detroit secondary
0: Yeah. Because Detroit is so, like, dilapidated and banged up, I kind of feel like the concentrate, like, the take that Minnesota will just be concentrated with their offense and hit their guys and be, because they'll be successful is pretty, like, stout. So, like, Kirk, Thielen, Jefferson. Yeah. um, They've got, like, if not Cook Madison.
1: Yeah. They've got, like, one of the highest implied totals on the week. Like, the Chiefs are, like, just below 30, and then the Vikings and Cowboys are both at 29.5. So, like, They're expected to do a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think expecting 30 points from them is reasonable. And I think if they don't reach 30 points, then I'm going to be probably shitting on them next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm looking
1: through like uh, roster percent projections as well, like for DFS wise. And I don't think anyone in Minnesota is projected to be popular like at all. So, no. So, I would, that's one like in tournaments, I would definitely look to maybe work some of them in. So,. And, like, if Cook does miss, like, smash Madison for sure.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, because he'll... Places like FanDuel that don't catch up in time, he'll still be really cheap. Yeah, and,
1: like, even, like, Madison, like, on DraftKings is only five
0: and a half, so... And if Cook ends up being a game-time decision, I still might take Madison. And, like, even if they're, like, game-time decision, but he's going to play, because... If it's a blowout by halftime, then guess what? He's going to rest the entire yeah, the rest thing. of the game. They may decide, like, hey, Dalvin, listen, <laughs> we got this without you, but <laughs> Right. So I definitely think Madison might just be in play regardless.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I'm thinking about the Detroit. I don't know if there's anyone in Detroit I feel comfortable about this game. Because, like, Hawkinson's banged up. Yeah. I mean, I guess PPR Swift, if they're playing from behind the whole time yeah like, this is more it's the only reason i'm, I'm not jamal.
0: mashing swift is because he of his the ball, PPR. yeah, yeah th- i think this is more swift than jamal he might be a like a ton of people like he- goth might look to him a lot this game
1: th- this could literally be one of those like really funny games where a running back gets the 100 yard receiving bonus right just because fourth quarter okay let's dump off to deandre and not get <laughs> goth just murdered back there <laughs> but speaking of uh gross games and murdering quarterbacks. We've got Denver at Pittsburgh up next.
0: Uh, This is another one where injuries are really going to be my deciding factor, and I'm going back and forth a lot on this one. This is, I feel like I've seen this game a (laughs) hundred times. Denver, Pittsburgh, both teams are just, it's a lot of defense, a lot of pressure, a lot of smothering, and just kind of a gross game all around.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've seen
0: this game before. You've seen it too, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be rough, and this is one I think you can pretty much avoid for fantasy in, in in its entirety. Basically, the only guy I have any interest in is Deontay Johnson, hmm. just because Roethlisberger hyper targets him when he's playing a full game. So, yeah, I think I think Deontay is at the point where he's live every game. It's just a matter of like. Does he make it through the game? (laughs) It's not (laughs) terrible to say, but it's one of those things where every time you see a Deontay Johnson tweet, it's every full game Deontay Johnson's played, and it lists it out. But it always prefaces with every full game because it's like he's someone who like there. This isn't like a knock on him. There are some players who will and won't play through like little, not little things, but like injuries that like you know are usually like a week off type of thing. He's he's more of that like. Sports car type of guy, where it's like if something's wrong, like take him out, like he's not himself. Whereas you'll see guys like Dalvin, like try to play through every little, you know, not every little, like I keep saying little, uh, but I mean, like, you know, or like significant, Wentz, you know, once, yeah, like uh-huh. he should
0: probably sit out this week. No, I'm good.
1: Okay. Uh uh-huh. Which I like again, like I, I'm not trying to shit on him, like I definitely wouldn't blame no. a guy, especially who doesn't like have uh, like a huge contract for not like for not wanting to risk any injury issue at all. So.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think I would argue that one way is more. One way is more preferable to the business, but uh-huh. you know, I from ideologically speaking, it, I don't. You
1: know. Yeah, it's up to the player. But anyway, yeah, I think I think Deontay's live pretty much every game. And on Denver side, uh, apparently, Cortland Sutton like popped up with uh, like a like a limited practice today with like an ankle thing. So, yeah,
0: so keep an eye that's on that. That's disappointing.
1: Yeah, it's kind of concerning, especially considering like, he's coming off of what was like ACL surgery. Mm-hmm. So, definitely want to make sure he plays, but <laughs> I, I'm just, This is tough. This is gonna probably be you know I feel like a field goal game, like both I in know. terms of lots of field goals and decided by field goal.
0: And I'm gonna. It might as well just put that in now because this is a kicker and defense game. Yeah, right Kickers, now. Yes, defense. Yes.
1: Right now, Denver's favored by two, and the over/under is thirty-nine and a half.
0: <laughs> that's probably too high. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's probably. I mean. Um that's like 23 16. I actually do think that might be a bit high, which is sad. <laughs> uh <laughs> This might be a lot of field goals, no touchdowns. Uh man, Steelers' O-line is so bad. Uh It
1: is, but they know it at least.
0: Right. And they <laughs> do the know thing, it. That's the thing. They do know it. The big one for me here was Claypool. Um, yeah, he's in. If if Clay right, and he is in now. And that I I've gone back and forth on Denver versus Pittsburgh. One of the key matchups, though, that I'm interested in is Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams going against the Steelers team that doesn't have Stefan Tuitt or Tyson Alualu, meaning they'll probably get through the first line of defense pretty well. Now, of course, Pittsburgh linebackers are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like if this is a low scoring kind of crunch game, I'm going to expect to see a lot of running. And I do think Teddy is going to play. He did have a full practice. Yeah, sounds like he's good to go. So if if it's mostly Denver run game and their O-line and a battle of the trenches, I think I kind of have to take Denver, even though my, you know, it's like the muscle talking, but the Mozzie in me is telling me, like, this is Pittsburgh at home. They're probably just going to win this gross game because it's the Steelers. Yeah, if um – um. I I got it. This is a flip a coin game yeah, for me.
1: If Sutton is out, will you will you switch to Pittsburgh or does that not matter to you?
0: If Sutton is out, I probably will switch back to Pittsburgh, especially with Claypool in.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm I'm a little concerned about their offensive firepower with a questionable Sutton that just got added to the injury report on a Friday.
0: So, that means it popped up during practice and that's uh zoinks. like so
1: I I think I'm on Pittsburgh regardless here, just Mm because, like, so we saw, like, part of it's, like, not knowing how real the Broncos are, because, like, you know, their first three games were, you know, cake games, basically, not to, you know, shit on the teams, but we saw them in week four against a kind of depleted Ravens defense, just do nothing, albeit, you know, Teddy did get hurt, Mm -hmm. but... See, while like while Teddy was in, how much were they even doing? They got like a touchdown,
0: but I watched only the parts with Teddy. Yeah. Um. It. I mean, it was tough. He looked. He looked like he was actually having a really bad game before. Yeah, it wasn't going happened. great with him in there. It looks like. So it looked really off of. Um, like they were just not on the same track, like him and the receivers. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, really gross game. Like, in general, try to avoid. I'm seeing that Najee Harris is getting popular on DraftKings, which I don't get. Like, I get he'll catch the ball, but this game
0: is going to go nowhere. He might have under 20 rushing yards this week. Yeah, I'm I so- mean, he could have 10 receptions, but he might have under 20 rushing yards. I think he's might, that might be a bit of an overhype.
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, well, no, Pittsburgh has the worst, uh, rushing matchup on my sheet so now that we're right now that we're in week five i, I started doing my sheets again with the pace and then the line matchups nice and in terms of adjusted line yards which is one of my kind of favorite stats because it basically tells you like okay how much push is each line getting and uh yeah denver's not allowing a lot pittsburgh's not getting a lot which i think was expected um their their trench matchup is actually like a smidgen worse than Miami's versus Tampa at running. That tells you how bad it is. That like, is so bad. Yeah. So like, they're not going to get any push in the run game. That's why like, I'm sort of okay with Deontay in that sense, because they're going to get nowhere running the ball. They're going to literally have to pass if they want to move the ball any. So yeah, it's really, it's real bad. It's real it's bad. Real. I, don't, it's, I don't think I can express <laughs> how bad it really is. So but, I mean, those
0: were my going into the year top two worst O lines, Pittsburgh and Miami. Yep. And it is definitely so right, far yeah. so right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But then like on the Denver side, in terms of pressure goes, like they have one of the worst pressure matchups. Like right behind uh actually the the them and then Carolina and Buffalo have two of the worst like pressure matchups. Now obviously mm. you know quarterbacks can negate that at certain points, but yeah, so it's it's tough for both sides. And so like like I said, I think the Denver running game getting on track and then the Pittsburgh passing game having success, like those are gonna be the telling factors. And it, it does make sense that the Denver running game working is, you know, possibly more likely than the Pittsburgh passing game working. But Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's gonna be totally keyed in on that. So Oh, definitely. But now yeah, I don't game.
0: remember going back just really quick to, you know, are the Broncos for real or not? I think the Broncos are sort of like last year's Colts. Yeah, where, well, they'll beat bad teams. Right. If you beat them, you are you are not a bad team. But if they beat you, you probably are a bad, <laughs> bad team. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's right like now, I kind of think the Steelers
0: are kind of a bad team. Kind of, yeah. Just because of their O-line. It's just because of their O-line. It's pretty bad. If like r- right now I'm going with the trenches, I'm picking along the trenches. So I'm going with the muscle that is of Denver. <laughs> um, but the Mozzie and me is telling me <laughs> to go with the Pittsburgh. Yeah,
1: It's tough. It's what, like if, if they had uh if they had Bradley Chubb right now, I would probably pick Denver. Right, it's close and gross. You know, it's one of those things. I think we spent enough time on this game already. Honestly, right. I'm like for a game that we game have very
0: non-definitive takes on because it is just that gross. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good to talk through it though. But I'm I'm
1: cool with either defense in this game. Mm-hmm. But next and both up, kickers oh, probably. I don't even know if I go both kickers because like there might not be much scoring, and like <laughs> I, I don't know, there might not be many good kicker situations. Who knows? But there'll probably be a lot of settling for kicks, but.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I prefer like
1: good totals for my kickers, yeah. So either way, I know what was the last one? I said I said that about Gano, and then he ended up having like a crazy game. So may, maybe it is maybe it is a kicker game. Who knows? I I could see McManus getting a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah, and but then it's also in Pittsburgh. I know it's just gross. God, <laughs> it's just. Awful. <laughs> oh wait,
1: we, we could we could be dumb. We we, we won't uh subject ourselves to any more, you know, upset stomach from this. But we've got Miami at Tampa up next, and Mi- I'm a little Miami. less
0: gross on this than I was because Byron Jones.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. That's awful at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Miami, no Will Fuller. Um Devontae Parker's questionable. Oh. Um it's been a, a hammy thing apparently that's been getting sore for him. So that's you know, oof there. But, yeah, they'll have their corners, which is huge for them. Mm-hmm. So, wait, wait, I, I, mean, I guess I should say, we both have Tampa. Um, yep. I like Fournette here a good amount. Yep.
0: Um, so, I say there are two guys I like in this game. One is Leonard Fournette.
1: Is the other Antonio Brown? Yep. Yep. Okay, we're on the same page. Like, Fournette, yeah. and, this is a Fournette and Antonio Brown game. Yep. I. It's one of those things where I don't know why I'm picking Antonio Brown. Maybe I should be picking Chris Godwin, but... Well, I guess what's your why for Antonio Brown?
0: Um, part of it is just a gut feeling. <laughs> I so I don't, know, it's don't fair. like Evans this week because I do think he will draw Xavier and Howard, and yeah. I do think that Brady will ultimately just kind of avoid the the lack of separation hmm. unless Evans, like you know, just. Messes him up on a few plays, but I think it's pretty likely that with the three guys you have, I and Jones had an ankle injury and he's playing and he should be fine. But I I trust Antonio Brown to just be open more like this game, and I really think Fournette is probably a big banger this week.
1: Yeah, because um I was looking through like injuries like so geo's gonna be back, but I, Geo doesn't hurt Fournette in this game script. Mm-hmm. Geo only hurts Fournette if they're like playing catch up, and I don't. I'm going to go on a limb and say, I don't think they're going to be trying to catch up to the Dolphins here. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, it, I think it's more likely that Ronald Jones infringes on Fournette than Gio infringes on Fournette this week.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I be, mean, they both end up, might like, they might both be good mm-hmm. this week because Dolphins run defense.
1: Yeah. And then, like, Fournette is going to be um, justifiably popular this week on DraftKings. There's only 5.2. Against Miami, so Ooh. we okay. Here's the thing: we saw Peyton fucking Barber have a hundred <laughs> yards and a touchdown against Miami. Like I think, I think Leonard Fournette can can get there. Like I don't know if he's gonna get the twenty carries; he might. But Tampa's gonna put up points, and so yeah, th- I, th- I think Godwin or makes sense. Just probably yeah, not Mike Evans. And I don't think we need mm. to say Mash Miles Gaskin, but definitely Mash Miles Gaskin.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There, um, I mean. So Miami's O-line is just so bad and inefficient at run blocking that even if Gaskin was Derrick Henry, he still would get stood up at the line mm. half of the time. And he's probably 150 pounds lighter <laughs> than Derrick. Not 150, but, but, you know. a lot lighter than Derrick. He's he like- might, I'm actually, now I have to look it up. Is he 75 pounds lighter than Derrick Henry?
1: He is much smaller than Derrick Henry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derrick Henry is, you know, 6'4", 240. He's got to be like 50 pounds lighter, right? And Gaskin is... Oh, they don't have his weight. They just have his... What is it, like 5'9", 5'10"? 5'10", 195. Okay. So he is is 45 pounds lighter. (laughs) Wow. But, yeah, they played the same sport. (laughs) Um, Same position. (laughs) Same position, too. (laughs) But, so I guess there is the other side of this game... Though so we obviously like Tampa defense, and mm-hmm. they're going to be blitzing per set. But Tampa Bay's corners are all also dead.
1: Yeah, I do think I think they get Jamal Dean back this week. It sounds like I'm pretty sure okay. I saw that. So they do have so him that's back. one.
0: Uh, but they I don't, are I don't at know Carlton who he's and be Davis on. and yeah Sean Murphy Bunting.
1: Yeah, again. so like if Devonte, Par- like if Devonte Parker plays, I am not going there because I think he would be just a decoy on Jamal Dean. I could be wrong but
0: Ooh. it's a good call.
1: Yeah. And so like, I'm like Waddle and Gusecki are my guys here. Um, mm-hmm. Although I guess, I guess they do sort of play sides in Tampa. They, 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 they kept like, well, I might just be because they have to play Richard Sermon. Like, and he, Richard Sermon is a sides guy. Like they kept him on the left side. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if they just stick Jamal Dean on the right. And then they'd be able to get Parker away from him. But I think it would make sense if he's unsure to stick in there. But anyway, Waddle's gonna get the matchup in the slot with cockerel, and so, uh, yep. So one a couple weeks ago when uh, he had like twelve catches for fifty fucking yards or some shit like that, <laughs> I think that's what we're looking at again here with Waddle. Yep, they're gonna be under pressure, and he was so. I I so when I was I was looking through like PFF like on you know, the teams because like. I like to see if how they rate people kind of matches up with what the perception we're getting is, and I think they are severely overrating Nate Hobbs, uh the Raiders slot corner. Look, well, mm-hmm. he's been <laughs> for, for the late round pick as a rookie he's been good, but he's been getting really I guess easy matchups, and then he's basically just not letting stuff past him. So like Waddle was getting like open at will, pretty much, but it wasn't going anywhere because they were just literally keeping everything in front of them. But yes, like if you if you get like a quick slot guy on Hobbs, he can't you know can't keep up. But anyway, so with this game, I, I expect them to do that same thing because Ross Cockerell does not have the speed to keep up with Waddle, like at <laughs> no, all. And no. then um our guy I think our guy Gaseki should keep rolling.
0: He should. I'm a little apprehensive. Um just because well, actually, I'm not. I was gonna say because Antoine Winfield is back, but he's actually out too. Who is the strong safety?
1: Yeah, like so. If, if, if Parker,
0: <laughs> if, if Parker is out, it's literally just those two guys. If Parker is in, yeah,
1: I think he draws the harder coverage, and then it's Waddle and still. Yeah, I, I might prefer yeah. Parker in just to make it less shitty for them. But this game's gonna have a pretty insane pace, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Both these teams are so Tampa is the fastest team in. Neutral and overall, they're the fastest team. And then Miami is third overall, then fourth in neutral. So like these teams both, you know, go at a quick pace. And Tampa doesn't always need to; they just do. miami's had some need to, but that's I mean, if if two high-paced teams are playing, it's not gonna just slow the fuck down for no reason. So that's why like I I like some Miami guys in this game, not because I think Miami's gonna do well. I just think they'll all run a lot of plays and fantasy
0: points will be there from all those plays. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good time. I'll mention the uh, suck up is probably a good play for Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then
1: Brate, since there's no Gronk, he since steps there's in. No
0: Gronk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But or Gronky poo. Uh, yeah. Th- this, this game's going to be one that I have a stack of this weekend. Um, I'll probably go a Tampa stack with Waddle or uh, not. Waddle, yeah. Waddle or uh Gusecki. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, like what you were saying with the Fournette and then run it back with Waddle.
1: Yeah, I like my thought was although <laughs> I literally just heard this on another podcast like earlier today, so I'm like, oh maybe this maybe this is not an original idea, but go on like <laughs> Brady, uh, Fournette, AB, then Waddle, just because mm-hmm. I, I like those pieces will all be kind of popular, especially Fournette. But I don't think that combo will be. Although like, apparently I'm not alone on that, so maybe it will be. But it's cheap is the thing. It's so cheap. <laughs> it, it, it saves you money for the muscle train if you want to play the muscle
0: train. The muscle train!
1: But, yeah. So, uh, next up, we've got New Orleans at Washington. I put a big old question mark here. And you you put N-O, but were you just typing, like, no, I don't want to pick? Or were you, were you picking New Orleans? I was putting,
0: no, I don't <laughs> want to watch. You can't make me. Please. For the <laughs> love of God. Um, This is a game that... Here's a game. Mm-hmm. This is a game that I really just have no interest watching. Uh, The biggest problem for me and why I am actually taking the Saints against all desires and wills as much as I'd love to see Washington win this is Washington's defense has not looked like Washington's defense. Uh, I was like... Maybe I'll just go back and see if Washington fixed some of their defensive issues against Atlanta. They did not. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought they'd get right against Atlanta, and they didn't. The fact that you had one sack against one of the more immobile quarterbacks in Matt Ryan, who, like, I'm not trying to shit on him, just stating a fact. He is not a super mobile quarterback. He runs like a wounded gazelle. (laughs) Right. And that O-line... Is really concerning because they are going against a way better O line this week with the Saints. Yeah, and like they are
1: missing their center and tackle, but they're still better than the Falcons O line, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone else is solid still.
0: Is it? I, I think their backup center is still good. Yeah, because I he was a fairly decent like draft pick that I liked. Oh, he's yes, he's our Ruiz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the big yeah, right, one is yeah. Teron Armstead is out. That's their left tackle. Yeah, so that, that is that's, big. That's a bigger hit, but he's been out, right? Yeah. Well, no, the last week, he got hurt last week. Oh, okay. Or the week, maybe it's he was out this previous that, week. That, or
1: they're missing someone with a similar name that I'm mixing it up with.
0: I think he was out last week.
1: Yeah, know nobody talked about him. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was out last week.
0: So, and they did lose to the Giants. <laughs>
1: so, uh, oh, did, did, who, wait, who won between the Giants and Washington,
0: Washington right? Yes. So, buy one <laughs> because of a missed kick.
1: <laughs> so yeah, do you think this game will be close though? Like the the over under yeah. right now? It's a forty three and a half over under, and New Orleans is favored by two and a half. So they're pretty yeah, predicting it close.
0: Yeah, that's about where I would put it. I mean, this is to me a like a twenty to sixteen kind of game. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's. I think I'm leaning New Orleans because so th- th- literally like I really want to watch the matchup between McLaurin and Lattimore Mm -hmm. like that's what is going to decide this game is who wins that
0: I mean that's I think McLaurin wins that but it is also you know Lattimore's off you know on year (laughs) yeah so uh, they have
1: been keeping for the most part sides so he may be able to like avoid him enough but because if he gets someone besides Lattimore they stand no chance. Because they'll put McLaurin in the slot, right? So yeah, they, they move they move McLaurin around a lot.
0: They've had him like
1: right. he's not like, he's they, not like they'll move him in there. The
0: spot. Yeah. Which is very concerning if you know anything about PJ Williams. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about him a lot on the podcast. He's a friend, he's a friend of the pod because he makes our picks easy. <laughs>
1: yeah. So they, they do have uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson in the slot right now. Like so because he okay. missed a little bit. That's why PJ Williams was playing. But he's not been great himself, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm ultimately, I, right now, I have New Orleans just because I just think it's a sort of a trench mismatch. Um, Washington's just not getting much pressure. New Orleans' O line is holding up strong, and uh, it's. I, I'm not watching this one either. Probably. Yeah, I got some guess, of the other games on.
1: Yeah. So what? I guess. What do you think of Camara here, though? Like, what's because he, he's not been getting the same target load that we've become accustomed to, and that's mm-hmm. what's, like, you know, upsetting people. And we, I mean, I like him this week. Yeah, because we talked about after week one, Eckler didn't get any targets, and you you mentioned that being, like, a game-planning thing, where, mm. like, passing running backs against Washington, like, they can defend it well, but they can right. you can run against them fine. And then right. Kamara's <laughs> been getting the attempts. He's just... Gotten cucked. He's gotten no rushing touchdowns. He's managed to get two receiving touchdowns, but And I do think that
0: might happen again. I That's what's tough. Would...
1: They're using Taysom, man.
0: I really think Taysom Hill runs one in this week. Uh the Washington's contain game against those rushing quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is yeah, quarterbacks <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> He is the position of quarterback in that play, I guess. Or (laughs) maybe. I guess he's the Wildcat. (laughs) That's probably more accurate. He's our quarterback that runs the Wildcat. Oh?
1: (laughs) But, yeah, so, like, do you you think Kamara has a good week? I put him in bangers at the question mark, so we could kind of, like, talk about him.
0: I don't think you should bench him. I think he has a fine week. I think he probably gets cocked on a goal line carry, though. Yeah,
1: because one of the tough things with him like i'm gonna keep talking about dfs dfs wise here is he's like right by henry and price at least on DraftKings. i don't i think on FanDuel it's a lot different but no (laughs) yeah that's the thing if if you're paying up for running back it's hard to like so i I think if you don't play derrick henry you just avoid that top range of running back yeah like i think i think it's better off just changing your build instead of trying to say, oh, I think Camara will beat Henry. Like, that's a tough bargain against no, Jacksonville, not, like, with with yeah. a receiver in. Like, last week I was willing to go there, but it's different situation now.
0: Yep, so, totally agree. But,
1: yeah, this. Uh, so, like, no Logan Thomas, uh, no Deami <sighs> Brad, I think, too. Um,
0: I know, which so, would be, yeah, I would love that. So,
1: we're going to have Curtis, uh, Samuel, and Adam Humphreys playing more. I mean, thing think with Curtis Samuel, he got like, I think like 35% of the snaps last week. So I assume they'll ramp him up. But like Humphreys will have to play. And then Ricky Seals Jones is going to be the tight end. And he got like all the snaps last week because Logan Thomas got hurt right away and they put him right in there. So
0: Mm, interesting. Could we see a Curtis
1: Samuel? He got four targets last week in his limited time. And so where they're depleted at pass catcher and their defense sucks. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll I'll see how, you know, the, the alignments go. But because that's the thing, like Humphrey and Samuel both play like they're both best as slot guys. But like, I don't think you're going to put Humphrey outside much is the thing. And so it's going to mm-hmm. kind of depend on what kind of sets they run. But I think you can get you'll get enough easy matchups for Curtis Samuel that he can be productive.
0: I do, too. And when you think about it, they do have Lightamore, sure. But their other corner, uh, Adibo, what what his
1: name was?
0: Adibo. So yes. that might be a play, yeah. man. Curtis Samuel might be a play this week. Yeah. So the
1: the reason I like he was in my brain is because he is minimum receiver price on DraftKings this week. I think they just forgot to price him up. So <laughs> he's kind of. I'm not gonna say
0: free uh, free square, but he's definitely right. Pretty viable. Man, I'm now. I don't know if I'm taking New Orleans still. No. So like one of
1: I had like a lot of things I was looking at with here, and so the one, like, advantage at all I saw, like, on any side was Washington, uh, their adjusted sack rate is, like, really low, which is good, um, mm-hmm. the, between their line and Heineke being mobile, they've not given up a lot of sacks, and New right. Orleans hasn't really converted a lot of sacks, so that might be the one thing in their favor, but... Mm-hmm. It's it. It's tough. This is this is another toss. So there's a lot of like hard to pick ones, and it's like they're hard to pick and they're low scoring, so it makes it even tougher. I know. because like there's some there's more variants involved too. I feel like with some of these. Yeah, I I don't know.
0: This is up in the air for me.
1: Yeah, I think losing Logan Thomas is like enough of a hit, and um, like the Saints don't have any different injuries from last week, and then. Looking through um, Washington. I'm a little bit concerned about Antonio Gibson. Apparently, he's been playing with uh, like a stress fracture in his shin. Ooh, ow. Um, so, like, <laughs> I don't know how much they'll play him. Um, I assume they'll play him a lot. And then uh, Brayden Scherf is not going to be playing either. Oh, really? So. Is he the right tackle? He is the, I think, right guard. Right guard. But, and so we're going to talk about that like pressure, the sack thing. He's been a part of that, so. I guess losing a guard, I don't remember if he's left or right side, but losing a
0: good starting guard hurts. So <sighs> I,
1: I guess that might I be a side factor.
0: Yeah, I, and I might be taking Washington. I'm really torn so We've we both flipped while we've talked about this. I know. <laughs> well, so I'm looking at New Orleans, right? And last week, you know how many sacks the Giants had against No. Teron Armstead and, you know, Backup Center? How many? zero oof so i do like obviously the giants pass rush is fucking bad
1: (laughs) but like washington's has also been fucking and they
0: but they still won yeah (laughs) that's
1: the thing (laughs) saquon barkley like showed that he's still saquon barkley which i know like Uh we talked we talked like a week ago about people shitting on saquon barkley for not being like already amazing again yet.
0: Right. And then here he comes being amazing. Take ACL repairs for granted, as yeah. our friend would say. And
1: it's true. Yeah. It, it did go to OT though, at least I guess to defend the saints. Right. But the giants were also down two receivers.
0: I know that's just, which, dude. which <sighs> the giants with two receivers down is basically Washington. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah. I know. Um, fuck. Guys help. We need to phone a friend. <laughs> what do we do? Oh. I'm, fuck I'm, it i'm gonna take washington this is a tbd for me i don't know it is a it is a tbd uh but for right now i am gonna take washington at home because you know <laughs> oh man
1: I, I guess before we move on i do want to say uh jd mckissick has looked pretty solid like i know right? i know he got like he got shit on by people who have uh gibson in fantasy
0: uh, but for sure he's like
1: earned his snaps in playing time for sure definitely
0: but. He had a great play last week.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that uh, touchdown catch was nuts. Oh. So, anyway, next up we've got Philly at Carolina. And we both have Carolina. I'm a little
0: unsure here, though. I think you have a good cause to be concerned. <laughs> uh, this, to me, smells like Philly trap game. It it, uh, it has that stench to it. That yeah. Philly, that Philly stench.
1: <laughs> they are going to have, uh, I think, uh Milata back this week so they get they're getting on like one lineman back <laughs> right and then well i forget i forget a slay because as he, he was missing time with a personal thing uh and i can't remember if he played last week or not i think he did but uh, anyway um yeah so he will be in and then yeah they're still missing lane johnson who's also been out with a personal issue mm-hmm. um but they'll have kelsey Milata, so that's good yeah. They're not going to be what?
0: completely depleted on the line; just a little depleted. Just a little depleted. Hey, you know, left tackle and center. If you're going to have two good players on your line, it and it, it, you know, and it's them. That's the best position to be in. Yeah.
1: So, like, my worry with this on Philly is like,
0: I, th- I think they've got
1: enough D line health at the moment because they've been getting a lot of pressure this year, and like we saw them get pressure against like Dallas and get like four sacks on Dak. And I know the game eventually blew open, but that's Dallas, you know? Right. And the Carolina O-line is not as good as Dallas's O-line for sure. And Darnold's not as good as Dak. So I'm yeah. like, if, if Phil is able to get pressure and keep that going, that would be problematic. And like, since they're not going to have McCaffrey, he's, he's doubtful now. So I'm assuming they're not going to have him. Um, yeah. That makes it tougher. So like, is it, if I think if McCaffrey's in, like he's one of the few running backs who like actually sways a pick. Uh huh, um,
0: and my pick was predicated on him playing. So when I saw he was doubtful today, I was very disheartened.
1: Yeah. I, so th- they're always super careful with him, and so as they should be. Yeah. Like, the thing is, Philly's secondary isn't good, really. And so, like, Carolina like should be able to win this, but like I said, the the the, pre- the pressure that they might be able to get is what worries me. And we listen. I love what Sam Darnold's doing this year. But we we've, we've seen him under pressure. <laughs> like yeah, we, the yep. way to beat Sam Darnold is to put pressure on him. Like yeah. can he run? Yeah, but you can't. Like you can get to him because like uh because they're definitely weaker like at the guards and stuff. Like the because uh, they got like Moten at tackle, but they've and got their some... left tackle is out. Oh, is he? Oh shoot, yeah. So that left side is definitely going to be weaker. Mm-hmm. And if uh, who who plays left and right between Sweat and Barnett?
0: Um, that's what I'm going to look right. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> uh, if that's uh, so sweat plays right.
0: Oh, I have no. Him no sorry, on sweat left. plays
1: left. Yeah, sorry, I I, I mixed it up in my brain. I I backwarded it beforehand. <laughs> so yeah, sweat plays left. So he'll have he'll be on Moton, I think, and then Barnett will be on that weaker side. Uh,
0: that's kind of a mismatch there. Yeah, and
1: then but like Barnett on a backup. Yeah, Fletcher Cox Bar- will also be because I, I, I think Fletcher Cox is also on the right side,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then Hargrave, yeah. So, like, the the two, like, Hargrave and Sweat is definitely a pretty strong combo, so I'm glad, like, the Panthers will have Moten there. But, yeah, like, I'm a little concerned about the Panthers' line holding up. But, but, like, the receivers are just so much better than the corners is the thing. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, Darnold, so Darnold's gonna have to roll out to his right a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, maybe we'll see some uh, Terrace Marshall this week. Who yeah, knows?
1: Maybe maybe some Tommy Trimble. I mean my my conclusion from all of this is DJ Moore is gonna keep rolling. Yes. Um he's the guy <laughs> who gets open quickly. And whenever McCaffrey's out, like whenever McCaffrey's out, it just puts a lot of targets to the receivers too. And so I don't I don't think this is a Robbie week. I think this is a DJ week. Well watch it be the fucking Robbie week, but this <laughs> definitely sets up as a DJ week. Yeah. Um I do think Chuba Hubbard could have a better week than either last week, though, because like this game isn't gonna get out of hand, and I think they might find an easier time running on the Eagles than trying mm-hmm. to hold up and like hold
0: up against the pressure. Yeah. On the flip side, though, I-, I agree with that. Eagles are gonna. This is not an easy run matchup for them, and they oh, already no. suck at doing it.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. Like Carolina's defense has been good. Um, I know Dallas took advantage of them, but
0: I think right, Carolina were also defense- up and Zeke. Yeah. And
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think Philly will try to get the run game going again here. Like, and the thing is, like, if Carolina's defense is actually good, it's gonna be tough for the Eagles to do much. And that was the thing was where I'm like, <laughs> I have these concerns for Carolina, but I have as many, if not more, concerns for
0: Philly. Yeah, I agree. That's why this is a tough game to pick because I, I mean, the Hurts Devonte Smith experiment is just it's very inconsistent. Like, I can <laughs> see them taking advantage of problems on the Panthers here and I can also see them just getting eaten up yeah because
1: without without uh JC Horn like they've got Dante Jackson there but um like CJ Henderson just came over they don't have Gilmore healthy yet so it's a little you know a bit of a hodgepodge now but
0: is um is Henderson going to play this week I believe so
1: I think he actually played a little bit last week
0: wow that's crazy these turnaround times for some of these guys yeah dude it's been bonkers <laughs> but um, yeah because of that i am sticking with carolina but man i you know, i'm not confident in it i i'm
1: i get so many spots we could flip flop I, I i guess we talked about dj Moore. um what about eagle mm-hmm. side like anyone on the eagle side you're into at all for fantasy
0: um I mean, I think if you have Devonte Smith, you're probably gonna keep playing him because he just—I mean—Hertz just looks his way so much. Yeah, and he's very talented.
1: So we've got a forty-six over under here, and Carolina's favored by three. I could see this hitting under. The only problem is that like Philly always gets the garbage time going. <laughs> like, I think the city get behind, but I don't know if this will, I don't know if it will hit garbage time. This is this is this is one I'm again probably mostly staying away from for fantasy if I can. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is like a sneaky defensive matchup.
0: Yes. No, I agree with that. I think it is a sneaky defensive matchup. That's why I'm hoping I see some more Tommy Tremble this week.
1: Yeah, I mean they'll they'll,
0: they'll probably need him to block. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Tommy time. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'll have them trembling. Trembling in their moccasins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So... For now, we have Carolina, but moving on, we've got uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Um, two key receiver injuries. Julio is, I think they've rolled out. Chark is on IR. It sounds like uh, AJ Brown will be
0: playing, though. Yes. Which is and good. that is why I don't have to pick Jacksonville this week. <laughs> I was getting pretty nervous there, not going to lie.
1: Yeah. If so if AJ
0: Brown and Julio were out again this week, uh, there was a strong chance I took the Jags here. Mm hmm. Even I, with Henry and what he's done to this
1: <laughs> team. <too. laughs> yeah, A.J. Brown being in makes me feel a lot better about the, like the Titans and Henry because they can't just, you know, key in on him the whole entire time. But right. I'm super into A.J. Brown. Like, oh this game yeah. is going to be all A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. Yes.
0: And, like, and by proxy, probably Tannehill.
1: Yeah. Like, we, we talk about, at times, the triple stack. So we, we've talked about a lot of, like, quarterback running back receiver but this is essentially the last year titans with like with that trio and we've seen it pop off
0: before so i'm not opposed to doing that trio here no and they just lost to the jets which you know no offense to the jets but you know that's got a really yeah it's,
1: it's a yeah, it's a tough loss yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're just like what is wrong with us um so yeah i i the A.J. Brown news was actually really big for me because before that, I was thinking... Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he missed
1: two weeks, yeah. But
0: Especially after what I saw out of the Bengals game. I mean, Jacksonville looked alive at some parts of that. Um, but with A.J. Brown there, that means they can't just take the whole defense and put them in the box for Henry now, uh-huh. well, which which means I think both A.J. Brown and Henry probably have really good fantasy days.
1: Yeah, I was looking through like the Derrick Henry game logs, and I think... like. Half of his games, he goes nuts, pretty much. <laughs> and like, if, and this if you got Jacksonville, yeah, if you're in like half of them, so yeah. So over his last uh, last three seasons, um, he's had so three absurd games. So let's go back to 2018. So he had 57 rush yards, and then he had 238 and four touchdowns. <laughs> so and then I remember that one, yeah, and then 2019. 44 rush yards and touchdown. Again, like, eh, not, not a lot. But then again, uh, he went for 159 and two touchdowns. And then uh-huh. 2020, 84 yards. Meh. But then 215 and two. So, like. Oh, my God.
0: Either gets under yeah. 100 yards or over 200.
1: Yeah. So, like, once every year for the last three years. And then even if you go back further um, to 2017, he sold like a 92 and a touchdown and then a 51 yard. So, like, <laughs> that's not as extreme, but the last three years he's had one blow up game and one Meg game, and they're like two are home and one's away, so you can't even like go off of that but it's been it's been the second game each time though, yes, like, for what it's worth it's so yes. it's always been the later game because Derek that's what I always say'm i like it's
0: always the second game though,
1: <laughs> yeah, so this is the first game, but what so like what what do you what do you think I know I know that's like it's probably noise on that, but
0: I love those little coincidences, and I love to say it every year. But ultimately, it comes down to the matchup and how it's going that week and this week. I I think it's time to break the cycle, Henry. I think it's time for I think it's time for the week one or not week one, but you know game, game one, one against the watch them just have like be...
1: an in between like one twenty and a touchdown like good <laughs> good game, but like not absurd and not bad, right? But no. <sighs> AJ Brown's also in an amazing spot. This secondary is just garbage.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, it's so bad.
1: <laughs> it's so rough, dude. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. This might be a like Titans get right spot, but h- mm. how how banged up is their line still though? Because that was one of the concerns.
0: That was one thing I was looking at. Um, they're actually okay. Okay. Saffold came back in, so that's really good because. The otherwise, that's that's really bad. They're really like Taylor Lewan is questionable. I don't know what's going to happen with him. He's been um, rough. he's been
1: not good this year. Yeah, he's had he's a rough bad year. this year. Yeah, he's he's had
0: a really rough year. Um oh, he's just been
1: hurt the whole time. Like that's a thing. But
0: one of the other things though is that uh, the Jags are also missing AJ Can, who is one of their better linemen.
1: So AJ Can't.
0: AJ can't. <laughs> not this week. He can't even. Uh, with him out, that actually, to me, hurts James Robinson a bit. That's the right guard, and they do a lot of running with James Robinson that way. Um, mm-hmm. So that hurts James Robinson a bit to me, and it ultimately just I, – I think we've mentioned it a few times now, but Tennessee does get decent pressure. They're yeah. just not always getting sacks. But with some injuries on the line, they might – be getting a lot of pressure or at least decent pressure on lawrence um which kind of furthers my i think this is another derrick henry he will the attempts will be there right it's
1: like that's usually not an issue with henry and he's been getting some catches this year too which has been like a yeah, nice change for him um yeah like it's him and aj brown will be the offense and so the, they will both get so many opportunities it will be hard to fail
0: Man, I'm just I'm looking at Jacksonville's three four defense and I cannot name like or put a face to any of their defense. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm smashing Henry probably in, in uh DFS this week. He's super expensive,
1: it. but it's there's enough value to get there. If
0: he is the highest scoring player, then I'll take it.
1: <laughs> that there no, there's a good chance. Um, yeah.
0: but Jacksonville side. So Marvin They're gonna be Jones, playing from behind. <laughs> yeah. So
1: like there's no charts, so Marvin Jones and LaVisca will be the receivers. I, mm-hmm. I I won't be surprised when Urban draws up something for Tavon Austin, but we saw Laviska get a lot of targets and Marvin Jones is the deep target and Tennessee secondary is uh really bad. So Yeah. I think we'll actually be able to get some points out of the Jacksonville receivers this week. And then they
0: um they signed Janoris Jenkins, which I thought was interesting.
1: Hmm. Uh, Jack Rabbit.
0: Not- yeah he's he's pretty old yeah he's not gonna help them a ton or anything but you know having him with christian fulton their secondary might improve a little bit mm -hmm. a little bit a little bit (laughs) just a little
1: bit so um one last thing is that so james robinson we saw him get all that work last week but hyde was out Mm -hmm. um hyde is gonna come back this week yeah and like
0: let the cucking commence. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Like, So James Robinson's pretty popular this week as well in DFS. Um, he's kind of up there. Um, I mostly play DraftKings, so I'm going off that. But he's in that top five of projected roster percentage. So with high back, I don't feel comfortable about his workload. No, me neither. And they, they do pass to him at least. And so that might be the saving grace is mm-hmm. him getting passing work. But I, I don't feel like great about him.
0: No, the rushing potential is, I think, has a pretty low ceiling just because of the game script that yeah. we're predicting, and
1: and hiding back, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious if Jack's. I'm not. I'm not trying to like talk about Urban Meyer forever. If if this if it's going to be a turning point where they like galvanize, or if they just
0: go to shit. I mean, if they get absolutely Smekeldorfed, which is definitely possible, then the pitchforks might start coming out for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas if they have a turnaround like blow up win, I think it'll be that will give them like another few weeks of positivity.